a choice right now, right now, between fear and love. It's just a run. Out of the dark night of ignorance and into the shining light of truth. Expounding reality. A population of citizens capable of critical thinking. We don't see things as they are, we see them as we are. There's a, a level of reality where everything dissolves into an ocean of energy. We empower our experience by insisting on our authenticity. That's very profound. Very Expanding new reality. Welcome to Expanding Reality. I am your host, Brandon Thomas. On this episode, we have the honor of speaking with Deplorable Janet, and she, of course, is a fan favorite. She is the host of Deplorable Nation, which, of course, will be linked down in the show notes. On this one, uh, we go pretty deep into religion. She is um, recovering Catholic, and she found a non-denominational church, and we actually have a wonderful, wonderful conversation uh, just about religion in general. Weren't planning it. Neither one of us were. It was very organic, but it worked out, and it's incredible. So I uh, just wanted to thank Janet for her time and check the show notes for all the ways to find her. If you guys are wanting to expand your experience with us here on the show, you could do so in the show notes as well, uh, marked expandingrealitypodcast.com. That's going to be where links to all of the socials, uh, merchandise, Rockfin for premium content, all of that good stuff is there. Also, make sure that you check that website link to go become an expansive insider that is what you guys are so sign up um, for membership and it's just amazing we have some really really cool stuff going on so you don't want to miss it so there you go there's your invite to do so so check out some of the affiliate links as well we have partnered with food force abundance so you guys can get your freedom from fear on as well as uh, if you would like to start your own podcast my Lipson hosting site actually that's who i do my show through uh that's going to be listed down there as well i think you get a discount with our promo code it's something like you by month you get two free or something crazy so just check it out guys totally worth it also if you are going to buy anything on amazon anything at all um lights hair stuff it has nothing to do with anything we're talking about here but it's still something that you want to bring into your life and manifest into your existence do it through the amazon link in the show notes it helps the show so anyway we've got all of that covered it's all down in the show guys so now that we've gotten that out of the way let's get to this incredible conversation with deplorable horrible janet all right everybody out there in listening world thank you so much for joining us we have an incredibly special episode today we have deplorable janet hanging out with this being deplorable as hell as always so uh what are you up to today janet Oh, today is a good day. It's so beautiful outside. So I've spent a lot of time outside today admiring uh, God's creation of nature and the wonders around us. So, yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's awesome. Uh, well, that, that sounds like a perfect way to utilize uh, part of your experience here. I dig the hell out of that. So uh, yeah. before we get launched into just anywhere we want to go, uh, just tell my audience a little bit about you, if you don't mind. Okay. Um, that's a pretty simple story. I am a retired nurse and medical school teacher. Uh, I taught college for quite a while and I have grown a lot as a human being, especially in spiritual, uh, all things spiritual, I guess you could say, uh, gotten back into going to church and I'm 
quite enjoying that and overcoming uh, my hangups, I guess, um, that were weighing down my meat suit. How about that? Um, so just growing every single day. Now I'm retired and stay at home and I take care of the house and I like to make um, like my own spices. I'm writing a cookbook. And so, um, and of course, recording my show a lot and going on other people's shows, which is good for me because it's therapeutic. It is. So. Yeah. There, there's something cathartic about this. And you've had me on your wonderful show, which of course, Deplorable Nation will be linked down in the show notes, guys. And I'll just go ahead and throw the link to my specific episode, but to yours as a whole, to your whole show, uh, because it's awesome. You have the best conversations uh, and you make uh, the guests just feel so welcome. And it was just really, really nice getting to speak with you. And so uh, grateful uh, that you had me on, of course. And so I had to get you over here. I wanted to let you come play in our yard for a little bit. So um, what has been driving you mad with excitement lately? Mad with excitement. I would say just all of the new people that I keep meeting. Um, and I'm one of those people that believes that God sends you people when either you need them or they need you. And so I've had a lot of uh wonderful experiences lately with people in the community. Hey, I think you should talk to this person. This person would be really great to, for you to have a conversation with, or I think you're, you have the same kind of personality. So, uh, you know, you should, you should have a talk with them. So I am really loving that because that's pretty much what my show is. I love to interview everyday people and get their stories out, you know, talk about their traumas, help them to heal in any and every way possible. So that's what is exciting to me. You know, I, I love your answer. And I also I just uh, recently the wife had a movie on and I was walking through and just kind of caught a piece of it. And it was about um, this man that helped this woman that moved out into the middle of freaking nowhere. And so uh, he was on his deathbed. Spoiler alert, guys. And uh, she went to go see him and she just asked, like, why did you help me out? And he he gave the best answer possible. And he just said, because you were in my path. Mm -hmm. And that's like the most beautiful thing. I think if everyone took that approach uh, to life and to people just that they come across, you know, just it, and something as simple as just opening a door. If somebody drops their keys, pick them up for them. You know what I mean? It, it's small stuff uh, because they were in your path. You help them out. Right. And, you know, it takes way less energy and muscle use to smile than it does to frown. And so in my life, I'm a firm believer that putting forward um, my best foot all the time brings me good things in return. So, you know, smiling at people I don't know, saying hi to people I don't know. Um, and like I had a friend last night that had been struggling and I had no idea. And so he put it out, like, did anyone want to do a show? And I said, of course, you know, of course I'll be happy to do a show with you. And five minutes in, he was like, I feel so much better. He's like, I, did, I don't know what it is. He's like, but you just changed like my whole outlook on things. So <clears throat> those little, little synchronicities and, you know, in our world where people are brought into your path for a specific purpose, specific reason. And I love that I can do that and, and help somebody. 
So you're you're like this figure, you know, and I noticed this whenever we had our conversation because off air, uh, I had uh, divulged a few things to you and I don't even know why. I was just like, ah, I just feel like, you know, getting this out. But it was to you specifically. And you were so sweet and you gave me the best advice. And it was just such a sweet, sweet thing. I think it's the second time we'd ever talked. I'm a listener of yours, of course, but I think it was the second time we'd ever spoken at all. And you just gave the warm most warm, most comfortable advice I've ever gotten. And so I just really appreciate it. So the people that know you from your show, uh, I know folks like me and everyone in the community just adores the hell out of you just because of how amazing you are. You just seem to be in the right place and you say the right things at the right time, which is perfect. Like your your timing on all of this is wonderful. So uh, I, thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. And I, it's kind of funny to me, but I like to think of it as like giving somebody a big emotional hug. Um, cause it, kindness goes a really long way and sometimes people forget, um, how to have kindness or how to, um, I don't know, just radiate positivity and acceptance and love because we're all different. Everybody has a different opinion, a different way to think about things, but, if you just let people know that you accept them regardless of faults or flaws or, you know, <clears throat> whatever the case may be, I just think it makes the world a much better place. It does. And it, you kind of defuse and not absorb that negative energy, but you can defuse it in a way that makes people realize that they were just kind of in a bubble of this mess and they couldn't see through it. You walk by with your magic needle and you just pop that bubble and then it all evaporates. And now they're standing in this glorious place in a whole new state of mind. And it's just a it's a superpower that you have. So I, I just think <laughs> that it's amazing uh, that you share it with everybody. So thank you. I appreciate that. That's very kind of you to say that. It's just honest. That's it. So, uh, of course, all the ways to find you guys, I've already said it, linked in the show notes. Make sure that you go check this woman out and fall in love with her like we all have. So um, what's coming up for you um, in the near future that you're also excited about? Oh, I have something big that absolutely fell into my lap. Um, I have a friend of the show that I've done several shows with um, who actually did my logo. And he had a hold of me one day and he said, uh, I'm going to add you to a group and I hope you don't mind, but I think it's the appropriate thing to do. And I was like, okay. And so being in this group, uh, I am actually going to be part of, of a uh, 24 hour Roku channel. Oh, that's so awesome. that ju it just kind of happened. It kind of fell into my lap I, right now. I'm the only uh, female voice that's going to be on there and my brand of show is completely different than everybody else's so to be included in the group it's it's amazing so do you want to share that's any gonna, of that? yeah it's gonna go live hopefully very very soon um hopefully this month the first part of the month it's going to be called the patriot podcast network um, it will be going live on Roku. I will let everybody know when it actually does. We've already done all of the groundwork. Um, already sent them all the information that we needed to send them. And, you know, they've linked our shows and stuff. So there's a lot of people that are um, actually involved in, in working on this right now. So it's going to be um, kind of like a YouTube channel where you can go and pick each one of the content creators um, and just listen to 
<clears throat> their show, or there's an option that's going to be a 24-hour loop so that uh, each one of us will be rotated in and out. So you may catch me one hour and then somebody else another hour. So right now there's 12 uh, different shows that are going to be on it. So that's pretty exciting news. And like I said, it just fell in my lap. And I'm so thankful and so grateful that the universe dropped that in my lap. I, I will say that you've earned, if a better word would be attracted, uh, because of just who you are. So I think everything like this is gifted to you because you put in the work and you've earned it. And this this is one thing that I really believe about this place. It, uh, the synchronicities, as we call them, these things, nothing happens coincidentally or by accident or any of that. So especially this and especially something that exciting and uh, big for you is massive. Like that's huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, congratulations. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I don't um, I don't do video episodes because I don't have anywhere to put them. Um, and I don't want anything that's going to um, not flow well in my lifestyle um, because there's so many other things that I do during the day. And so I'm one of the only creators that that doesn't have video. So it's just going to be me talking. So hopefully that will help some people out and people will actually enjoy that. That's all you need. I, uh, you know, hope that people will listen to us speak rather than try and read these books back here. You know, it's one of those, (laughs) it's like, uh, you know, you can get distracted and I understand that. Um, But I I think though that your content is wonderful. Are are you going to be doing basically just uh, taking your RSS feed or is this something like a whole new program? It's a whole new, whole new thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to start out, we're going to pick like our 10 favorite episodes, which our episode I've already selected to be one of them. Um, so we're going to pick 10 of our favorite episodes right now. And then we're also going to try to do where we can do live chats um, and things like that through the channel. So um, it's exciting for me and something completely different. So we'll see. God willing. Uh, well, I'm I'm happy for you. I'm excited, and you totally deserve it. You deserve the. I appreciate work. that. Absolutely. Uh, well, I I wanted to ask, and I I'm not going to ask you who your favorite guest was because I wouldn't answer that either. Uh, that's not fair. But uh, what is one of the most mind blowing things that you have discovered about reality since you have been doing Deplorable Nation? Oh my goodness, um, that's a really tough question to ask because, like I said, every body that I interview has a different story. They're at different points on their path. Um, And so I would say just the fact that people realize that um, there's more consciousness that can be reached, um, more spirituality, um, improvement of your your inner self and your ego and and things like that and just basically seeing everybody's way to get there because everybody doesn't do it the same everybody has a unique story and a unique um basically i'm going to say come to jesus moment where you know like the episode that um i just posted for today lovely man that was sent to me by a friend and he did drugs for 36 years or so 
and his path in life, he believed was that uh, that is what he was good at and he was going to do it until he either got it out of his system or died. And thank goodness, um, you know, the first happened and he, he got it out of his system and, and came back to the realization that uh, Christ was important in his life and helped him to get past the age that he didn't think he would ever make it to. And so um, talking to people like that and the journeys that they have and the uh, traumas that they've gone through in their life, um, it, it's, it's amazing to me. And I'm so blessed and so honored that people will actually share stories like that with me. So um, helping to heal people through those traumas just by talking about things that have happened to them is, is such a miracle and it's such a gift and blessing to be able to do things like that. And I'm, I'm so grateful just to have the voice and the platform to be able to do that. So it's amazing and a tremendous story. And I did see that you posted that it's on my automatic download. So I'm going to check it out whenever we I was going to say it was literally just posted right before we went on. So yeah. <laughs> I saw it pop up and I was like, yes. <laughs> All right, cool. So I can't wait to hear it. Um, so thank you. Uh, so I wanted to ask also just about uh, what brought you back to the church. So just kind of a what motivated you to leave in the first place and then what motivated you to come back? I was raised in the Catholic Church, um, never felt the presence of God, never got anything out of it because uh, growing up in the Catholic Church that I went to, very, very different. Um, they didn't relate it to anything modern day that was going on. And at the time, I was so little, I, I, you know, I, it was hard to understand you know, what the, what the Bible was trying to teach and what the messages were and, and just reading the text didn't make any sense. And there was really no one there to explain anything. Um, and then just kind of moved away from it in life because, you know, we all get busy, right? Yes. Uh, and so those are all things that uh, other forces are coming in, like trying to remove you Um from, from belief. And so um, I had gone to a couple of other churches. The, the older I got, I would try different places. And I had an amazing experience at one where I actually felt God's presence in the church. However, uh, I also felt very demonic presences in the church, meaning people. Um, and so I was like, Ooh, I, I don't like this. And it was really far away from my house at the time. And I mean, we're talking like an hour and a half drive. And so I never lost faith through the whole thing. I still, you know, talk to God, thank God every day for everything that was going on, but it wasn't until recently because we moved to a new area. Um, we live out in the country now. And there is a local church and we drove past one day and I was like, oh, we're going to let's try this out. And so we decided to go. And I was so moved um, that whole experience that day. I was moved to tears just because I just felt this overwhelming presence. And like I said, kind of like a like a hug through your emotions. I just felt like I was just being wrapped in just the glory of God. 
Um, I don't know how else to describe it, but it was such an amazing experience. And so we decided to keep going, which tomorrow we're actually going to start. Um, it's a, a new path in the church where you find out about your spiritual gifts and, and all of these things through these classes that we're going to be doing. And I'm very excited about that because I already know pretty much what gifts I have, but I want to see if there's something else that I'm not seeing or thinking about. So it wasn't, like I said, until recently that we started going to church again, but I really feel like the church that we're at is is home. It's a non-denominational church, um, so there's no um, rituals, I'm going to say, none of that kind of stuff like there was in the Catholic church. And so it just feels very lovely and very uh, homey and things like that, so... I'm very happy to be going again. It's it's fantastic, and, and it makes such a a big big difference in your uh, emotional well being and your emotional health. It it does, and it sounds like one of these environments to where everyone just comes together and just knows that there is something else out there that that they're not atheists that are just coming together right. to enjoy a higher power, whatever that right. however that expresses itself. So right. uh, what do you mean by spiritual gifts uh, that you're going to learn? Because whenever I hear that, I think ESP. I think you're going to blow a candle out from across the room with your mind. It's like, <laughs> that's what I think of. Uh, so what does spiritual gifts mean um, that you're talking about? So in the Bible, it talks about it a lot where um, every one of us has an actual gift that we are giving uh, to use basically in life. And so one of mine is healer. Um, and that's evident through the people that I talk to uh, and and touch in daily life. And they're like, you know what? I always feel so much better after I talk to you. Um, so I know that is one of mine. Plus uh, empathy. I am very much, I can feel um, other people's feelings a lot, um, which, you know, People will say a lot of times they, they can read energy, pick up energy. I'm very good at doing that as well, but I can also pick up your emotions, um, especially if I'm really, really connected to you. Like I have a very good friend um, that's in the podcast community, but we've been friends for years and actually, you know, hang out, know each other. And I am so connected with him that I know when he's sick and I'll call him and I'll be like, I know you're not feeling good. Is there something I can bring you? Is there anything I can do? And so um, through these gifts, there's like teaching prophecy, uh, which also teaching is a, is a big thing in my life. Um, but there's all kinds of gifts that we uh, are given as God's creation that um, you can use once you heal yourself um, and you increase your consciousness, then you are able to use these gifts to heal and to love others so that they can turn around and heal and help others as well. So that's what the gifts are. 
I can't blow out a candle across the room yet. I'm Not still yet. working on that. Hey, you believe in yourself. I believe in you. Uh, I think you yeah. can. Uh, you just haven't tried, right? Yeah, of course right. you can. You just haven't tried. <laughs> I, you know, what I th- what I find interesting about it is just the the way that you're talking about this doesn't sound like anything I've ever heard anyone in a religious sense speak like. It sounds way more like spirituality, which uh, a lot of those themes tend to overlap. And I think some, right. uh, even a lot of the new age stuff is just more like um, superstition with extra steps. You know what I mean? So it, it seems like that this, the verbiage that you use is just really interesting when relating to something biblical. I, I think it's fascinating. It's comforting. It's warm. Do you, do you think that there's perhaps like a maturity that the church and the ideas about the Bible are going through and it's kind of merging with spirituality in a way? Um, in, in me personally, um, I can say, I don't, I don't know uh, as far as the direction of, you know, religion is taking at the moment, but for me personally, I have always had a belief um, in God. I've always been very spiritual. So for me, they're one in the same because I believe um, that there is a, a higher energy that lives inside of me. Um, that's something that, you know, it, let's put it this way. Maybe some people have heard this and maybe they have not. Um, we are all born with the God gene. That's what DNA is. That's what it stands for when you break that down. Um, and the RNA is the messenger of God. And so we are born with that innate ability inside of us to realize um, our love for God. Uh, some people call it spirituality. Some people uh, call it faith. It, you know, there's different terminology for it. But for me, it's one and the same because I know that um I'm to the point in my life where my faith cannot be shaken. Um, my spirituality, my belief in God, none of that can be uh, shaken or removed by anybody else because I have such a strong belief foundation that makes up who I am and that quite honestly helps me um, to constantly get better and constantly improve. Because I want to be the best possible person that I could ever be. And, and through doing that, I have uh, the ability not only to make myself better, but to turn around and help other people make themselves better as well. It's beautiful. Through this comfort of knowing that there's something larger than yourself. So right. I, what do you think about the concept of hell? Um, do I believe that it exists? Yes. Um, and even for people that struggle with, um, belief in God, you know, and, and they may just feel spiritual. If you believe that there is a hell, or if you believe that there is an evil, everything in this world has an, has an opposite, equal and opposite reaction of everything. And so if there is a hell and an evil, then there's also God and good. Um, and so that is something that that's inside of all of us. But I think a lot of people get lost. <clears throat> a lot of people lose faith during the way. A lot of people lose spirituality during the way. 
because they can't understand why bad things happen. But the reason why bad things happen to us is because we have free will um, and we always have a path to choose to go down and we don't always choose wisely. Uh, I know in my life I have made so many mistakes Um, and I'm very thankful and grateful that every one of those mistakes happened. Uh, It never caused me to lose faith during the way, but it caused me to look at my life and say, you know what? That was a dumb move. Okay, Janet, that was probably the, the stupidest thing you could have ever chosen to do. And so it's a teaching moment and a learning lesson for me. Everything that I've done um, up to and including today, you know, I know whether I'm, I'm doing the right thing or doing the wrong thing, and then I can learn from it and grow it further than what I already am. So it's helpful. Now, you said that uh, heaven and hell exist here and in each of us, and I agree with you. So do you think, though, that that extends to the afterlife, like there's a wrong way to do this, basically? As far as what? Like the uh, uh, experiencing a heaven after you die or a hell after you die, depending on which path that you took. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, yes, I think so, because if you aren't dedicated to uh, your belief, if you're not firm in your belief, if you are um, easily removed from that foundation or that basis for your soul, for for the goodness in your soul, um, you forget to uh, be appreciative, be thankful, be loving, be kind, um, help others, and, and it's kind of the way our society is set up where we're all so busy. Everybody has to work a full-time job. Everybody has to, you know, have the kids and all these activities. And we get so regimented and so scheduled that we forget about um, making time for ourselves. And making time for yourself is not selfish Um, that is time that you should spend saying, you know what, I am grateful I got up today. I'm grateful I am still breathing. I'm grateful that, you know, I have my family or, you know, whatever it is. Um, And that's time that you can focus and spend on you. And so if you don't do those things, um, can you wind up in hell or, um, eternal damnation, if you want to call it that. Yes, because um, when you focus on yourself in a selfish manner, um, and basically that roots in materialistic things, and um, with that, a lot of times brings very negative uh, emotions. Uh, People that are really materialistic tend to look down on people that don't have as much as they do material wise. Um, And so if you, if you choose to live that way and you choose to um, not help yourself grow, then can you find yourself in that other place that's dark and awful? Yes. 
because you're kind of living that way now. If you're not willing to work on yourself, if you're not willing to let hatred and um, deceit, manipulation, all of those kind of things go, you're kind of living in a hell yourself right now anyway. And that's why I ask. Some people say that that only expresses itself here. And that's why I was curious that this this concept of heaven and hell is a vibrational state or, you know, however you want to phrase it, but that it's it's exclusive to this place, meaning that there's not enough information here from some people's opinion to be able to formulate the it, the rest of your eternity off of this, off of this experience, just simply due to the variety of options the variety of experiences that people can have and the information that they're exposed to. So right. uh, do you think that there's one religion that's got it right? Or is it more of an ax type of a thing, like a your, your behavior uh, that determines whether you end up in a good place or a bad place after you die? Ax is a bad, wor- a bad way to phrase it just because um, if you have a belief in God, you cannot get into heaven just based on acts. Um, it is based on what you do because and think about it in this aspect um, and hopefully this will help people understand a little bit better. But look at all the people that we know are evil and do really evil things, but they give to charity um, or, you know, they start a children's school or something like that. Um that's doing an act, but that is not um, repenting for your sins or basically saving your soul. It's got to do with and, the intent, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. And so, um, you know, do I believe that there is an afterlife and that there is heaven and hell? Yes, absolutely. Um, I believe that we are... Um, basically confined to this area or this place as of right now to be able, we're here to be able to learn and to grow and to increase our awareness and our consciousness and um, our love for ourselves and for other people. And so um, this to me is like a, a, a teaching area. <clears throat> this is to, to test you basically whether you realize um, the goodness within yourself and you can um, nurture that and make that grow and prosper inside of you and inside of your community. So that's, that's, that's how I see this. Um, It's, and other people may not agree with, but that's what I think this life of ours is, is to uh, teach us through a series of events, whether we can become what we're supposed to be or what are meant to be. I dig it. And that's why I'm asking you, I want to know what you think about this. Uh, this is one of these discussions. It's very interesting to me, uh, especially when you get down to the minutia of circumstance. So one of the examples I use uh, quite a bit is let's say, and this is why I was asking if it's more of a religion has it right thing. Like there's a, basically there's a right or wrong belief system to go into, like, uh, because there's conflicting ideologies. So you've got, right, very. so that that's why I was asking if it's a deity specific or religion specific. Yeah, and to me, um, 
it's hard to answer that question in a uh, fair way because I was not put on earth to judge others or, you know, uh, pass judgment on any, any religion per se. There are very different belief systems. I can just tell you from my personal experience, does the Catholic Church have it right? No, not for me. Let's put it that way, in fairness. Can it be right for other people? Yes. Was it right in my life? No. Um, Is the church I'm going to now, do they have it right? I feel like yes, because I was so overwhelmed every time we go. Um, So do other people have that same experience in their church or their religion? Um, I'm sure they do, but I'm sure there's also people that don't feel like they fit in a particular place. Now, for me, I have never been a fan of organized religion. Um, I was not at home in the Catholic Church. I was not at home in Catholic school because it was so ritualistic um, and there was a darkness to it in my personal opinion, that I did not like. Um, And so are there other people going through the same kind of experience in life where they don't feel the presence in their church or they don't, uh, or maybe they do, if it, if it's right for you, that's fantastic. But like I said, it's not my place to, um, to judge where whether uh, a church institution has it has it correct or does not have it correct it's up to us individually as people i think i completely agree i i completely agree this is why it's interesting um that wh- how we've been speaking about this uh is it's interesting to me that there are such a wide variety of beliefs and religions and ideals out there, but there's right. a right or wrong way. So let, right. let's say, and I'm just curious for ideas sake, perhaps uh, if you attach yourself to an ideology, let's say like Christianity, and there is a heaven and heaven, heaven and hell component to it. Do you think that they exist for you because it's part of the belief system that you've attached yourself to, meaning it's what resonates with you the most, so therefore all of the rules apply. It's kind of like whenever you um, go over to somebody's house and they ask you to take your shoes off at the front door. Maybe that's right. not something that you do, but you do that in their home because that's something that they ask of you, right? So you kind of play along or follow the rules of this household. So right. uh, the the reason I ask again is because there's one of the one example I use quite a bit is this, you know, let's say child in a cave in Saudi Arabia or something where there's a very different religious ideology there. And the only thing they ever know is that specific ideology. They've never been exposed to the glory in, that you have found in the peace that you found with your God. Uh, they're never exposed to that. And then they die, uh, you know, and, and live a long life and then die. Do they go to the hell that the religion that you believe in offers? Is that possible? Absolutely. Because Like for me personally, my belief is on the Bible, not in a specific um, religious tenet or or doctrine, if you want to call it that, because um, each one of the churches that I've been to is is obviously very different. You can be um, 
deeply ingrained in your beliefs, depending on uh, what church you've been a part of or what belief system that you have. But if you go your whole life and you're, let's say you are, you know, this child in a cave and then you, you grow up and you don't serve your full potential um, in the way that you, that your belief system wants you to do, um, whether it's spirituality, whether it's God, whatever you want to call it. Um, what is it in your, what is it in your faith system that, um, that you need to do as, as a human to be better or do better? What is it that you need to follow? And so, um, can you go, to hell, yes. Can you be stuck in a limbo? Because there are religions that believe that, you know, you pass and then you wander the earth forever. And um, can you be stuck in that? Absolutely. If that's what your belief system is, then then that's entirely possible for you to go through that. That's what I find so interesting is the infidel thing. So let's say that there's a religion that requires you to kill other people of different ideologies than you uh, and that you are rewarded in heaven because of that. That's what I mean. So does that person go to your hell because they killed Christians, let's say, because it's against their religion? So in their mind, based on their God, their belief system, they've done everything right. They've checked all the boxes They've because they were grown up that way. It's It's never been exposed to them any other idea that's that's anything other than this. So they just go around stabbing Christians in the face and they think they're doing a great job and they get these virgins whenever they cross over. I, that That's the part that interests me. And this is why I say that perhaps one of the ideas that I have thought about is, is that perhaps if you attach yourself to a certain ideology, then all of the rules of that ideology apply and therefore manifest in your reality. Like you, you play the game, you participate in that action. So therefore right. that's true for you. Uh, it, it's another one of those things, just like if somebody and one of the more horrible examples, and I'm sure it happens way more than we'd like to admit as a society, that someone in a religious capacity, some leader of an organization that tells you that this is the only way to salvation rapes. Uh, either children or its parishioners, parishioners, and let's say that those people are completely turned off for good reason about the entire idea, and that the representative that God sent here, that told everyone that God sent to take care of everyone, uh, was actually the devil in their mind and the most pure evil that you could ever imagine. But there's still an idea of hell attached to you not hitching your wagon to that idea, no matter what occurred to you, no matter what kind of psychological issues you went through. So. That, that's the part that's challenging to me um, is is the the people in religious positions that take advantage of that and then turn people off and then those right. people go to hell. Right. And and to me, the perfect example of that is the Catholic Church. Um, I've done episodes on, on the Catholic Church. It's very full of darkness and evil and the whole nine yards. But think about, um, like, in the Bible, a lot of people say, well, uh, that your God is a spiteful God. Well, here's the thing. Um, everybody had the will, the free will, to choose uh, what to do um, to make peaceful societies 
uh, battle if you have to using the armor of God, etc. But they ran across societies who were doing those things, who were sacrificing children to Moloch. Um, and so, or living through uh, bestiality, incest, uh, you know, just, um, what do you want to call it? Um, Deplorable things? <laughs> not related to me. Um, but yeah, like very, uh, you know, like sexualized lifestyles and, and, you know, all the kinds of debauchery that you can go through. Um, and so these things were going on and, and in the Bible, God's telling his people, don't, I don't want you to be like this. I would prefer that you, um, stay away from things like that. Don't let this become your behavior. But of course, because we have free will, a lot of people turned and were, you know, into the debauchery and sacrificing children and, and things like that. And so um, he, we have the choice in life to do good or to not do good. And so um, is there a, a definitive uh, answer for, you know, people that choose to do evil? Uh, yes, in my opinion, because um, you are given the option to, you know, turn your faith back to God and to uh, repent for your sins. And so even if you were like, say you're a Marine and you uh, killed people because that was part of your job. Uh, if you ask for forgiveness, there's nobody that can't be forgiven as long as uh, you accept him as your savior. And as long as uh, you live the, your life uh, in a better way after accepting God into your life. Um, a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people don't understand that. How can um, somebody commit these horrible things and still go to heaven? Your soul is never beyond saving. Um, and I'm a firm believer in that because like I said, uh, um, sweet baby Jesus, I was not a good person uh, for a long time and I was full of hatred and, and snottiness and, um, you know, did things that I probably should not have ever done. But you can get over that and you can change your life. So does it matter to me? <coughs> Excuse me. Does it matter to me what kind of faith a person has? No. What matters to me is uh, the goodness in your heart, the goodness in your soul, and your thankfulness, your gratitude, and your gratefulness just to be able to experience um, not only yourself and your family, but other people. And so belief systems to me don't matter. <coughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. As long as you're a good person. You know, and this is this is one of the things that um, whenever you're told by a representative from a from a church uh, that you 
I have to believe in this or you go to hell. There's this either or right. concept. And I'm not a fan of either ors in any respect. I, I, I tend to just don't choose anything. I'm just not a fan of that concept. Um, but I will say that what, what I struggle with intellectually, emotionally, and mentally just to wrap my mind around is this concept of, let's just say, a priest in uh, in any church uh, molests kids his entire life. Uh, it, pe- people knew about it, but he's a leader of God. So now these parents are letting their kids get exposed to this under the guise of, well, it's God's will. I, then also, this person, uh, right before they die, I mean, the countdown from 60 seconds, they're they're going to die. Uh, then they just repent, and all of a sudden, boom, you get the best seat in the house. Uh, but then the opposite to that, again, the flip coin of this either-or concept would be that a single mother, uh, you know, just as an example, this is not specific, but a single mother um, was perhaps raped at a young age in the church, completely turned away from it, went out on her own, found either spirituality, Buddhism, anything like that, or is a complete atheist completely. Um, And then uh, lives an incredible life, feeds the homeless, does, you know, nonprofits, um, just opens doors for everyone, is the sweetest person. You can always count on her for anything. And then goes to hell because she doesn't believe in the right formula. The... that's the part that I intellectually struggle with. And I know that this resonates as far as the grace of God resonates with a lot of people right. in my mind. Uh, that's that's a challenge for me personally. Yeah. And, and you're not alone. There's a lot of people that um, cannot reconcile those um, differences and why one person is accepted and, and you know, in our, our opinions, I guess, shouldn't be. Um. But here's my here's my thoughts. If you have somebody in the church that um, is molesting children, and you know there's a lot of people in the church that know this, and they cover it up, um, but the priest still gets up there and the pulpit and preaches a sermon after committing something evil. Um, he's what I like to call a false prophet, because if you are definitely godly and you have accepted God um, into your life, you've gone through um, a seminary and everything that you need to do, you should have a firm foundation, which should not lead you to molest children in the first place. And so, in my opinion, as far as um, if you if you're claiming to be a servant of God and you're preaching the word to other people, but you are doing vile, evil things, um, you are nothing short of a demon. In my personal opinion, uh, you are full of evil spirits, evil forces, evil energy, whatever you want to call it, um, whatever your belief system may be. Same thing to me, too, which this strikes me all the time. During this time of the stuff that's going on right now, Mm -hmm. um, if you are truly have a belief in God, you would not get up at the pulpit and force your congregation to take something um, that, number one, uh, you don't believe in. Uh, But if you 
if you are preaching that to your people, you have to get this because I said so. You're declaring yourself a supreme leader and ruler over other people's lives, which to me, again, you're evil and you're full of really negative, bad energy because you don't have control over other people's lives. We have free will. We have the decisions to make on our own and which path we take in life. And so you cannot say that you are um, this divine spiritual being getting messages from God or the universe or whatever spiritual thing you believe in and then turn around and try to control people. Um, And that's the thing I think a lot of people miss um, in, in religious discussions is that if you're doing these things, if you're manipulating, if you're controlling, um, if you are um, trying to rule over, if you're making yourself better than others, any of that stuff, then you are just that evil, negative energy that you need to be removed from my life, period. You know what I mean? If I... I I am not a fan of negative, evil, anything. And so um, people that have like a very bad attitude or really ugly energy, things like that, they have to go because I don't want any of that infecting my space or invading my area or seeping into my personality. And so I don't, I, I don't care and I will not differentiate, you know, if you're, if you're a, you know, a priest or a government or whoever you are, um, if you are doing any of those things to try to control or manipulate me, you have to go. That's just plain and simple. I love it. Good vibes only. And I completely agree with you. And I agree with your assessment of this individual as well. Um, the And I did hear a very famous televangelist tell everyone, her entire congregation, that if Jesus was here, he'd get the Boop, boop. Uh, And so that's a manipulation tool for people. Yes, um, it is. Which is very interesting. Again, and um, I do not disagree with you on anything that you just said. I wanted to clarify that it it seems that the intellectual issue that folks have with it, of course, that character is your character assessment of this individual is absolutely accurate. The issue, I think, that uh, where where we run into um, the challenge is how he can be accepted. Yeah, just there at the end, sneak it in, you know, uh, just slide in home run just by, you know, living life however the hell he wants. Uh, Other people, you know, work their asses off to be great people and to go out of their way, but not because of God says expects them to just because it feels good to them and it resonates with them. Now, some would say that that's God speaking through them, even though that that's true. Complete, completely attached to the ideology. So this is what's interesting. It's it's more in what I'm hearing is it's more of a vibrational thing, which I completely agree with. This is this is one of the things that um I I focus pretty heavily on and and have leaned a little bit more towards just simply because of these what if specifics that I keep bringing up. And these are very specific questions. You you've done a wonderful job speaking to this. So I want to thank you for engaging me on this. Well, and and think about this too. Um. It, if, if he's done all these terrible things and then gets accepted at the last second, you can't just say, okay, I believe in you and boom, you're in. Um, it's a much deeper uh, connection, I guess you could say, than that. It can't just be words. 
it has to be felt through your energy, through your soul, um, and known wholeheartedly that this is um, like you accept the love of God, that um, God also loves you back. Because if there's not that connection, you can say the most amazing, beautiful thing, but that's not going to help you to pass. Um, and so I think people have a, a kind of a misconception of that, um, I guess, if you want to put it that way. It's, it has to be something deeper. It's a deeper connection, and it can't be just manipulative words that you use to get a pass, if that makes any sense. It makes complete sense, and I get it. I get it. Um, so I wanted to ask you about the Bible. So um, the Bible is an interesting one. Uh, what do you think about uh, the work of like David Warner Matheson, Micah Dank, and the astro theologers um, who think that it's much less literal, much more of a moral story set, but also way more astrological in nature and purpose rather? Um, I've had Micah on my show before a couple of times, and we've had some interesting conversations. Now, um, does that make sense? The things that especially Micah talks about where he's talking about, you know, the harvesting season and, <clears throat> you know, the, the, um, the, the wheat and, and stuff, it, it does make sense um, in that aspect. But do I think that... Um, it's a hundred percent correct, or am I a hundred percent correct? Uh, I don't have the answers for that because, um, you know, as I grow and evolve, answers come to me. Um, and so, do do I know a hundred percent that astro theology is the best explanation for the Bible? I don't. It. I mean, some of it makes sense. Um, if you think about it critically, but I, I, I don't, I don't really have a good answer for that. That's an honest answer, which is a great answer. And no one's a hundred percent. I think that if anything, um, there could be, I don't know, just a whole rip open in your room and then a being step out and be like, Hey, actually you're on camera this whole time. This has just been a real, you know, reality show and it's just a prank bro. And then you're just like, so hang on, what was real? And oh, the no, Martians. No, none of it. The yeah. Martians are coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, you know, and then perhaps none of this stuff is real. And then um, right. it's it's just interesting, this whole experience. And I, I glean, a, uh, glean a better understanding being able to have an open conversation with folks like you. And I really am grateful for this. And, you know, some conversations are, are really hard to have because, you know, I've talked to people before who believe like in simulation theory and things like that. Um, the important thing is, and I said it before and I'll say it again. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a belief system. So you can listen. You can have conversations with those people. If you believe uh, the same thing, fine. If you don't believe the same thing, that's fine too. But be accepting and acknowledging of the fact that other people um, are coming from a different place and have a different feeling or thought on something. Here, here. And that's all we could do. Beautifully said. Completely agree. Uh, so I wanted to ask you to, um, I guess, Janet Stradam this for a little bit, but uh, what do you see coming up in uh, humanity's immediate future? You know what? I think there's so many people that have done 
amazing work um, on themselves, on their soul, on their personality and who they are and who they choose to be that I think it's, it's contagious. It's infectious. It's going to just continue to uh, blossom and get bigger and brighter. So do, am I scared of uh, the future? No, absolutely not. Um, Cause like I said, you know, having, having faith and gratitude and love in my life, I don't see anything challenging or bad that could possibly happen um, that would make me any different person than what I am today. And so I think that it is just, you know, the love and respect that people have, I think is getting bigger and it's growing. So I, I think the future is, is positive and I think it's going to be a beautiful thing. Yes. I share your chronic optimism. I am the same exact way. I completely agree. Uh, okay. So Jeannie bottle washes up on shore. You have three wishes, no wishing for more wishes. That's cheating. Uh, what are your, <laughs> what are your three wishes? Um, what are my three wishes? I would say to number one, know God better um, on a deeper level. Number two, to be able to continue to help and to touch the lives of other people. And number three, to meet and continue meeting uh, more fascinating, fantastic people because we can never have enough loving people in our tribe. Yeah, I love that. That's great answers. Uh, great wishes. So um, let's uh, let's leave folks with a warm positive message for anyone out there struggling uh, just with the way that this reality presents itself to them? A warm, positive message. Um, make sure that you know in your heart of hearts that you are worthy. You're awesome. You're deserving of love um, and all the kindnesses and all the blessings that life can give. So, Make sure that you focus on you and give yourself the love and the forgiveness that you need to grow your consciousness. Deplorable Janet, I uh, cannot thank you enough for your time. This has been incredible. And uh, Deplorable Nation and all of the ways, of course, to find you will be linked down in the show notes. You guys go check her out. She's an absolute sweetheart, as you've heard here. Just the warmth in her voice. I'm already a chiller person having had this conversation. <laughs> and I'm grateful for it. You just have this siren song to your voice where it just calms everybody down into it i need to have nice... one of those noise shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> do that asmr stuff um well like i said uh you of course have a home here darling your family and uh you're welcome back any damn time you want so thank you again. i appreciate you having me it's it's such an honor and such a blessing to know you you're such a beautiful soul and i'm just very thankful for you I'm going to send huge hugs and a shout out to Janet for spending some time with us. Make sure that you check out Deplorable Nation. It is linked down in the show notes. Uh, and thank you so much, Janet. You're a sweetheart and you know that you hold a very special place uh, with us here. And so I am truly, truly grateful for you and your time. Guys, go check it out via the link in the show notes. So if you would also like to expand your experience with us here on the show, you can do so at expandingrealitypodcast.com. Uh, that is where links to all premium content with Rockfin, all merchandise. If you want to get some t-shirts or anything, actually, you can slap an Expanding Reality logo on. We've got it. It's covered in the links, and that is on the website. 
all socials and stuff like that are there too. It's kind of a central hub. So anyway, check that out as well as make sure you check out the affiliate links that we've got down there. Food Forest Abundance to get your freedom from fear on as well as if you would like to start a podcast, I cannot recommend the hosting service Libsyn who I host through. That's how you get this thing. Uh, is linked down there as well. So make sure you check that out. There's a discount actually with the promo code. So do that. Uh, If you're going to buy anything on Amazon, do it with our link. It helps the show. So you're going to go buy stuff anyway. So just do it through us. Anyway, uh, go out in this beautiful place this week, guys. And y'all make sure to pick up a piece of litter. Um, Be nice to everybody that you come across. Get, uh, you know, your ripple of vibration through the universe on by just buying somebody a coffee or a meal or something like that you know doesn't have to be huge but it makes a massive impact uh do that as well and then uh, of course get out of the left hand links that's a pain in the ass and above all and anything else guys go out into this beautiful place whatever the hell it is and y'all just be good to one another thank you so much for listening we'll see you next time